0: Welcome to another episode of the podcast Engagement Zone. Uh, My name is Matthew Manners. I'm the CEO and founder of the Employee Engagement Awards and Conference. Uh, It's currently uh, middle of August here in the the UK, and it's um, very stereotypically raining outside. Um, There's not much going on in the news, um, just your usual political nonsense that we won't go into any anymore um england are doing rubbish in the cricket and yeah again that's probably pretty stereotypical too um moving on to today's guest um uh what can i say uh i've known known this guest for about 18 months now uh I have been she's been working for for many years uh in improving workplaces specifically around culture uh, and what makes creating a workplace culture people want to come and come and work for a high performing and engaging one. Um, she's also been a, a judge for us in the United States last year, and I hope will accept uh, a position <laughs> on the independent panel again for 2020 is a top 101 influencer on our in our on our website. Um, and so please welcome Julianne Sullivan. Hello. How are you?
1: I'm great. Thanks, Matthew. Thanks for that nice introduction.
0: How how are you doing?
1: I'm doing great over here. It may be raining there, but here we have a beautiful blue sky, fluffy clouds. So we've had exceptional weather for the last week, being August and all, so it's been good.
0: And you're Pittsburgh-based, is that right? I'm
1: Pittsburgh, yeah.
0: So Steelers fan?
1: Yeah, well... I better say yes, or people
0: won't listen. I was was watching the Gulf in New York last night, so it did did look very nice. Uh, The One World Trade Center was looking very nice in the sunshine there on on TV last night. So, yeah, it looks like it's nice on the East Coast. Um, So you're obviously busy this year. Uh, You've got a new book out called Catalysts of Culture. Uh, can Can you tell us more about what that book consists of and if there's any key learnings you can share with our audience today?
1: Absolutely. So I've had a podcast for three years now, and I started off, it used to be called Mere Mortals Unite, and I used to talk to people about what their superpowers were. Um, But it it had to be a superpower that everyone could have, because I think people tend to give a lot of power
0: away. What was your superpower?
1: (laughs) Positivity.
0: (laughs) Like it, love it.
1: Yeah, that's my, that's mine. And I've done a couple of podcasts on that actually. Anyway, um, then I kind of moved into consultants and then we started talking about engagement and then it was the employee experience. As you know, it's kind of grown. And then I honed in on culture and I started talking to C-suite leaders that already have award-winning cultures. Now I've interviewed close to 60 of them, wow. and what was really surprising to me was that no matter what size they were, they could have 10,000 employees, they could have 100 employees, any industry, I found four attributes that were the same in all of these uh, leaders in all of these companies and all of these cultures. And that's what I write about in the book and then give people inklings into each of these, well, 14 of the interviews. It was really hard to pick 14, believe me. Um, Seven men and seven women from all different kinds of industries. So far, I've never duplicated an industry. So it just goes to show you how many industries there are out there. So I looked at the four attributes and here's what they are. The first one is listening. So every single one of these leaders were active listeners. And listening was something that was built into the fabric of their company. And the second one is an O, and that's being open to new ideas. And one of the most important pieces of that aspect was that the leaders were open to ideas that weren't theirs. Right? Yeah. These are leaders who have grown into the fact that they're not perfect and it's okay that they don't have all the answers. Uh, the third L was for lifelong learning, and that was for everyone in the company. What I'm finding is there's more of a trend in companies to give people X amount of dollars to go out and learn anything they want. Uh, one company I interviewed had. They could learn anything. It could be about the business or it could be knitting. The only thing they asked was that they come back and teach people who wanted to learn in the company. So let's say you pay someone to go learn and they decide to learn a new app that'll help the whole company, right? So they learn it, they come back and they teach your whole company, right? So it makes it very valuable. And then the last one was safe environments. And how important that is uh, physically and emotionally. And that's gonna become more important as the next generation comes into the workplace, because they've grown up with the Me Too movement and way too many mass shootings. But also, safe environments have to do with the fact you start to see that they're all intertwined, because creating a safe environment means people can come and say, Um, anything they want about the company, meaning this process isn't working and I have a better way without being afraid of retribution. And, you know, we, yeah, we've all heard stories about whistleblowers, right? And then they lost their job, right? Look at the tobacco company, right? (laughs) And so, um, you know, people had to lose their job and do a lawsuit to be able to tell the truth, so you need to have that safe environment. So those are the four attributes.
0: And I'm guessing bringing your true self to work, which is something that comes um, comes up on the podcast and in in everything we do more and more. Uh, I was actually, Authenticity. Actually, yeah. Well, and just just yeah, just being able to know that you know you can. You can come to work uh, and, and you know you, you'll be gay, <laughs> um, or you know be black, or be be be, be a certain religion, be a purple and, um, head, yeah, have just,
1: a tattoo, right? Yeah,
0: just you know be be a white English nerd, you know. Um, so <laughs> it, um, I
1: think just, that the, along with that, though, and it's amazing that companies don't. So, there's a lot of things that we just took for granted that we didn't know we had to teach people, but if they don't have a role model, they don't know. And so one of the ideas in, in ways to have all these differences at work is people sometimes need to learn how to be respectful. They want to be respectful, but they haven't learned how to be respectful. And that's something we can do for them.
0: Yeah, no, I I I agree. I just think it's it just keeps bringing it back to the fact, that you know, that we're dealing with people. I mean, that's, that's one of the key <laughs> words, um, and and it doesn't change as soon as you walk into the workplace. Although it has done for for many many generations pre- previous. Um, I, was, I was watching uh, Bill Maher. Um, it was Bill Maher's show last night um, on HBO, and you know, he's talking about. Uh, old, the older politicians currently in the the democratic primaries and um you know holding people to account for stuff they've done in the past but he just was very keen to to bring back the fact that human beings evolve so you know and we're we're constantly evolving what we might have done and what we might have said in the 80s or what what we might have worn in the 80s or 90s is ridiculous fashions you know doesn't necessarily mean that's what we do now and ha- and how we behave now and i think one of the great things I'm seeing more and more on a day-to-day basis is we we are people are focusing on creating environments that make people feel safe um, to be themselves, uh, and I think being able to bring your true self to work will allow, you, will allow you to perform at a much greater level. So, like your book, creating a you know catalyst of culture, um, trying to be trying to create a, a culture which fosters um, performance and. And and, um, and inclusion will, will definitely pay, pay off to a great extent. It's, so with, within your, your listening opening, will list, to be listening to be open to have lifelong learning and safe environments. You know, were there any practical uh, pieces of advice you saw from the C suite? You know, come through um, that that our listeners might be able to to use on the day to day.
1: Well, there's so many of them. I suggest, obviously, that they either listen to the podcast, Businesses That Care, or get the book, because there's every week, there are practical examples of what you can do, and some of them don't cost any money. For instance, I interviewed Ashley Winnett from GM, and at the time,
0: oh, yeah. I know, actually,
1: you know, actually, he's a great earlier. guy, right? Yeah. So, So at the time, he was a head of HR in Australia. Now he's head of global development for all of GM. And of course, I always told him he got that job because of our interview, of course. (laughs) But what they used to do is uh, when he was a head of HR, him and the CEO over there used to have monthly town hall meetings. And the topic was, what rumors have you heard? Oh, right. So they could get them out in the open and talk yeah. about them.
0: Yeah. Fantastic.
1: Right. And it makes such sense because otherwise you have gossip and people out there being fearful of of situations that they probably don't know all the details, you know. So that was one thing about listening I thought was really good. That's actually not included in the book, but. Um, I thought that was a key way free, right? It doesn't cost anything, just costs time. Um, and lifelong learning, again, I think that you can have people, uh, I have, I worked with an, a, a civil engineer and sometimes they would have part of their staff, they wouldn't have anything to do, right? Because that project hadn't hit their department yet. So their leaders were saying, "Oh, they're always on the phone. They're wasting time." But they weren't giving them any work. So my suggestion was, "Why don't you have them learn something related to the business and then teach the other people in the department? Because then you're right, giving them value, and you're giving them purpose, and you're giving them a goal, and it helps everyone."
0: I I, I love I love the Ashley Winnett, um uh, example because i think to give context to that too um uh gm obviously is the, the motor company you know global motor company but holden was the the local um brand of gm in australia and which no longer really operates in, in that marketplace um right and obviously the whole, the whole of the country knew that because the press were reporting on it. So you know, rather than just ignore the obvious and what everybody would be talking about, what's going to happen? To it, what's the future hold for us? What, are we going to lose our jobs? To actually come out and the open, go, what rumors have you heard, and to address them with the boss, I think is an absolutely fantastic way of, but you know, alleviating, creating a toxic culture, and also you know, creating a positive one, I suppose, as well. So that's, uh, like you say, a very simple, free, cost-effective idea that that can um you know f- you know f- foster foster benefits so at the very
1: at the very basic structure of a culture you got to have connectedness and when you have leadership being open and authentic with the rest of the workforce that is huge you know yeah. uh one of the things i've done in the past is helped companies as a turnkey create internal podcasts And when I interview the, let's say, the CEO or president in a short podcast, I don't ask them about their job. I ask them what's their favorite music or what's the best movie they ever saw or something like that so that the people that work with them can have a connection.
0: So it might be a bit of a tricky question, but what if you just don't have leadership at the top that are willing to listen or not open to ideas? Is it... Find another job and go find a work find find a, a you know a, a team that will 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 be open and will listen and go work for them or you know is there any way to work around that?
1: I, I think that's an option, but what I tell people because that comes up all the time, and what I tell people is what a, first of all start with you engagement starts with you as a human being. You know, sometimes when I work with, uh, especially leadership teams, I say, you know, if you took 10% of your energy or any group, if you took 10% of your energy and quit worrying about what Joe or Mary Joe is doing and use that to see what you're doing, everything would change. So my first suggestion to people is are you being more productive? Do you have a more positive attitude? Are you open for people to come and talk to you? Are you te- you know mentoring others? All the everything you want to see in your leadership, are you doing that? And then are you building that within your team if you're a leader or your coworkers? You know, what are you doing to move them forward? What opportunities do you have to grow? Is coaching available to you? Are seminars or conferences available to you? Are you taking advantage of those? And as you grow that, yeah, if your leadership comes back and says, hey, we don't have time for that. Just do your job, which has happened to me. I worked in accounting for years and I had a partner come up to me and say, you're obviously not working hard enough. You're in way too good of a mood.
0: <laughs> oh, fantastic. Right. So then yeah. I went back to my <laughs>
1: desk and went, I got to get out of here. Right. So, so if that's happening, but I still suggest that people start with themselves and then grow that out and see what happens because what could happen is someone will come to you and say, how do you get your department to be so much more productive? And data yeah. is really important, right? It took us four months to get this done last year, but now it took us three and a half months. And these are the reasons why I think this is happening. Where I surveyed my department and this is what I heard. You know, there are certain things you can do on your own. And then if you can show leadership data on that, again, They may say, wow, could you do that for the whole company? Or they may say, we don't have time for that nonsense. And then if they say that, you've got to make a decision. Do you want to stifle your own growth? Or do you want to find a way to adapt, right? We can adjust our behavior. We can adapt to what's going on or we can flee. You know, basically that's our choices.
0: Uh, it's very very good advice as well um and um so uh, and and what's what's going on with you in the future are you going to be uh, obviously you've just done one book you've done other books in the past so you, have you already got the idea for the next book or <laughs> uh, is that too far in advance have you got a nice vacation coming up um I'm hoping to see you in in june next year absolutely in, in New York for a conference. yeah but, um, it's on
1: my calendar yeah.
0: Uh, but yeah, so, so what's 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 the future hold? The uh, well, I'm
1: not going to do another book for a while. I don't <laughs> think unless somebody comes and says, that's how I did this book. A, a publisher came to me and said we want to publish Fantastic. your book, so I couldn't say no. I wasn't no absolutely. Not. I wasn't really planning on it, um, but I'm going to continue the podcast, and uh, I do have an online course that I'm going to bring out um, later in the fall. And of uh, 2019, depending upon when this uh, gets out. And it's called the Employee Engagement Masterclass. And it's a little different than other online courses because it's made to be facilitated. So basically, you have a very short five, six minute-ish video to be shown in a group or for the group to watch on their own. And then there's a set of questions to discuss then and maybe two weeks or a month later.
0: Awesome. Uh, And and where can people find out about that then?
1: Well, they could always go to my website, juliannesullivan.com and sign up for the business culture insight newsletter. And in that way they'll find out about it when it comes out or they can, Follow me on LinkedIn, um, and I'm sure I'll announce it there. I'm on Twitter. I'm J A S at L N E, which stands for Julianne Sullivan at Learning Never Ends, which is the name of my
0: company. Very very cool. And 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 the book is, at, is that Amazon or on your website or? Yeah,
1: the book's on Amazon. You can get it there. If you want bulks, you can call me. My phone number is all over my website. And uh, basically, if you put in Julianne Sullivan in Google, you'll find me in a lot of different ways.
0: <laughs> and you obviously have your own podcast as well.
1: I do. Businesses that care. Yeah. And it focuses on culture. So I would say whether you're starting a culture or sustaining a culture, you can learn a good idea every week. Um and
0: well i'd highly recommend that you uh subscribe to julianne's podcast um you've got an idea of the the person today and some of the uh some of the ideas that you can f- find out from her but listening to her podcast week in week out you'll you'll learn you'll learn a lot more from the, than you have done here today as well so I'd, I'd recommend doing that um thank you so much for being our guest today julianne thank you for being a judge and, and one of our influencers.
1: i so enjoy working with you and everyone related to you i've you know, been to at least one of your events and it was fantastic. I look forward to June and hopefully meeting some of these listeners there as well.
0: Fantastic. And um, uh, as as always, uh, somewhere in the world, we will be open for entries. We're currently open for entries in the UK and Europe until October 9, 2019. We have a conference down in Johannesburg, September 17 and 18. Uh, we'll be opening for entries for 2020 in North America at the end of this year. Uh, And we'll be opening uh, early bird tickets for for conferences in both London and New York very, very soon too. So uh, thanks again, Julianne. And uh, thank you for listening. We'll be back uh, very, very soon. Take care. Bye bye.